This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Rewind, a listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. It might not have been a perfect performance from the Philadelphia 76ers, but that did not matter. Not one bit. What was most important was that back at home, the 76ers found a way to end their three-game losing streak, and they did just that behind a very strong third quarter, knocking off the Charlotte Hornets 114-106. to How you doing? I'm Brian Seltzer, 76ers, back in the win column in just their third home outing of the season. They're now 6-3, dropping the Charlotte Hornets to 4-6. Shorthanded on short rest did not matter for the Sixers. Joel Embiid finishing with team highs of 18 points, 9 rebounds. Great effort for Furkan Korkmaz off the bench with 17. 15 points, 7 boards, and 5 assists for Al Horford. A really strong showing from Tobias Harris with 14 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 dimes. He also had 2 block shots. And Josh Richardson, very important contributions as well with 11 points, 6 assists, 7 boards. He was plus 20 in 32 and a half minutes. The Sixers, they, over the course of their Western Conference road trip that saw them lose their final three games, they talked about energy, needing to get a little bit dialed in more, particularly on the defensive end. And at the outset of tonight's game against the Hornets, I thought they were playing pretty well, especially through the first quarter. They led 33-24 to after one. But in the second quarter, things changed. The Hornets outscored the 76ers by 14, 34-20, and the Sixers at one point up by as much as 14 in the first half. Well, they were down by five at the break. <laughs> You're like all of a sudden looking around like, how did this happen? For the Sixers, they found their stride quickly to open the third quarter. A nice run fueled by Al Horford uh, to get things going in the third. I thought he was really important, setting the tone for that second half. And then Furkan Korkmaz sprinkling threes in throughout the game. He was a big presence off the bench with 17. And the Sixers ultimately had enough to withstand a late comeback charge by the Hornets in the 114-106 victory. Tom McGinnis called the game tonight from down here at the center, another sellout crowd. And, Tom, uh, at least in one guy's opinion, that would be me, not about style points on a night like tonight. It's just about getting the job done. That's what they did. No Ben Simmons, still winners. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you need different uh, waves of energy, and they got it from that group off the bench. You had 14 or 17 from Furkan a dozen from Trey Burke and nine from James Ennis III, four of the five starters in double figures. I thought Joel controlled the early part of the game. Certainly a hiccup for the Sixers energy-wise and defensive play in the second, but they came on strong in the third and built up a comfortable lead before winning this game 114-106. And 
Nice to be 3-0 and at home. Nice to stop the three-game losing streak to handle business against a team that's under 500 in Charlotte and get ready uh, for Cleveland and a back-to-back setup Tuesday and Wednesday. Sixers, top of the Hornets, 114-106. I don't know, I don't know about you. If people ask you questions like this, maybe it's family, friends, like, you know, who's your favorite person on a team or what do you root for? Do you root for this team? I, I know you're going to say Furkan, but you're a big Al, Al Horford fan. No, th- this is, we're, we're, we're trending towards Furkan. This is ultimately going <laughs> to uh, spin and land on Furkan Korkmaz. And, you know, I don't know, for me at least, it's like it's always about, like, people and stories. You root for good people, good stories, and – Furkan Korkmaz in the early stage of this season continues to be one of them. Um, I, I mean, I think that now at this point, almost a month into the year, like that's a good enough sample size where you can start believing a bit in what you're seeing from Furkan. Well, right, and I think part of the reason you have an affinity for him is Furkan hasn't changed. He's been the same guy. He's a young guy. He's had a great attitude each and every week, month, year that he's been here. Comes off knee surgery last year, and you weren't certain if he was going to be back here. But he comes back, and let's face it, the Sixers need – outside shooting and Brett Brown used the the phrase uh, earlier this season and now tonight about developing a bomber and what he's talking about is somebody that can come in and just fill it up from range and that's become Furkan he took eight threes tonight and three of his seven makes were from from outside the arc and again he's got a quick release you know you talk about release point you talk about the gather and Furkan catches it high and shoots it right then it's almost like Mike Scott a little bit different uh, in terms of style but it's the same thing where he's not bringing that ball to his chest and swinging it side to side and a rip through move he catches it up top and he shoots it so he's got a quick release and then if you close out he's been good at sidestepping defenders and creating the opening and then he'll take you off the bounce and get in there with a floater as well so he's been a pleasant surprise without question and again like you say to your point he's got a great personality easy to root for and then I think maybe most importantly He's able to stay out there now. He's doing a better job leveling players off in terms of defense. He's doing better in ISO situations. And with that defense, he's garnering more time and thus more opportunities at the offensive end. And it's been a win-win for the Sixers and, and Furcon so far this year. 76ers, they won 14-106 win tonight. Fair to say, Tom, that through now nine games in the season, the 76ers are at their best when they're controlling the interior. They scored 58 points in the paint tonight, and they wound up out-rebounding Charlotte by four on the offensive glass, 18 overall. And it was in that second quarter when it was Charlotte that was able to turn the tide because they got inside. Well, without doubt, and that's what you would expect from this team. Everyone talks about the length and the the tallest starting five, and they've been dominant on the glass in almost every single game this year, and certainly that leads to points in the paint with Embiid and with Horford and even at times Tobias Harris, who I think has done a remarkable job. Tobias, again, seven rebounds in this game. Both he and Horford had seven rebounds, and you know that I would think would be something along with their defense for the Sixers in general. Those should be – dominant factors for a coach you're looking for consistency things you can count on night in and night out and you know you're not always going to have the outside shot whatever tired legs good defense you know you may not have a perimeter game but you can get that ball into the paint try to go paint to great and and then defend and rebound and those are characteristics hallmarks of winning teams the 76ers after this 114-106 win over charlotte they have the cleveland cavaliers coming in on tuesday to wrap up um, this first quote-unquote homestand of the season, a two-gamer before the team goes back out on the road. Um, and the Cavaliers, Tom, 3-5. and five. You'd love to see the Sixers maybe get a little bit healthier. Who knows what's going to happen with Ben Simmons and then get back out on the road with a little bit of Mo. No doubt about it. You know, and again, this game tonight, 
let's be honest, the game Tuesday, these are winnable games for the Sixers, and you want to take care of business because big picture, the Sixers, obviously you're trying to win these games, but you're trying to get better. I mean, they just come off a road trip where they, you know, they went one and three and they conceivably could have won all of those games. You know, and, and obviously they were they were lucky in the way they won the one game in Portland. But you tighten up some things again. They had 21 turnovers tonight. I mean, again, going back to a coach's perspective, as you say, they they took care of business, even though there were some lulls energy wise, particularly in the second, late first half. But you have things to correct, things to work on. You got a captive audience, the players knowing that there's areas they need to tighten up, and yet you still won the game. And even Orlando struggling a little bit. So, you know, these as you get through this early part of the schedule, because after that, after these three games on the road, Tuesday home and then Orlando, Friday at Oak City, and then next Sunday again against that's Cleveland out of the queue in the afternoon, uh, you know, the Sixers are going to be home for a pretty good stretch. So, uh, and as you say, you start to get healthy a little bit. You get Ben out there and you get the group playing uh, together, hopefully for a number of games in a row, and you get this thing headed in the direction where everybody is playing. You're comfortable with one another. You're developing the bench with Burke and Howell and Ennis and Scott and O'Quinn. And uh, so, you know, things are looking up, but you want to take care of business Tuesday when you get that young Cavalier squad here. Well put by Tom McGinnis after a 114-106 win for the 76ers tonight. Tom, we'll talk beforehand on Tuesday. Thank you, Brian. Good night. 76ers back in the win column, back at home. Good to be in the center in South Philadelphia tonight. We'll hear some of Tom's highlights coming up. 76ers in South Philadelphia. A welcome sight after the team was traversing the Western Conference for the better part of the last week. I'm Brian Seltzer. This is our post-game coverage. 114-106, 76ers over the Hornets. We'll get to the highlights in a moment. But a reminder, if you happen to miss any of the game or a portion of our post-game coverage, the very next morning you can hear a rewind edition of our show on the 76ers Podcast Network. Just type in 76ers Podcasts or Sixers Podcast Network wherever you get your pods, whether that be Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, whatever it is, we are there. Please do subscribe and don't miss any of our coverage. All right, now to the highlights from Tom McGinnis. Howell Nato getting the start at the point. Ben Simmons missing a second straight game, and Nato was part of the 76ers' promising start tonight. Burkhan gets it again, gets Bridges off the ground. Behind the back to Howell, wide open for Neto, and it's good. Korkmaz going behind the back. Rozier got stuck in traffic in the lane, and the Sixers knocking down a three, their first trade of the game. With that, it's an eight-point lead. And it was all good for the 76ers after one, leading 33-24. They out-rebounded the Hornets by eight in the first quarter and had 10 assists on 12 field goals. Really good. But they also had six turnovers in the second quarter. That was something that they had to battle a little bit more of, but still they were able to maintain a sizable lead. Now Embiid rejected Devontae Graham. Get it out. Here's Burke again to Ennis and a repeat. Another jam by James Ennis. The Horn. This is a game. This is not practice. This is a game. They're turning it over twice and the Sixers with run out dunks. Borrego wants timeout. Sixers by 12. Yeah, and at that point with the score 37-25, it felt like the Hornets were a little bit lifeless. It also felt like the 76ers perhaps should have been up by a little bit more. Joel Embiid tried to add to the cushion. Burke now to the corner, Ennis catch, shot, three ball. Rimming no, rebounded, beat along the weak side. Zeller's got his hand in there. Joel gets free, and Embiid dunks the ball. So Zeller and Embiid both vying for the rebound. Joel rested it free, and then with an easy one-hand, right-hand dunk. And the Sixers by 13. 
But behind Cody Zeller, the Hornets turned the momentum of this game entirely around in the final closing minutes of the first half. Charlotte putting together a 21-4 run, including a stretch of nine straight points at one point. To end the first half, they went into the locker room break with a 58-53 lead. 76ers need to do a little bit of soul searching perhaps during the break and the third quarter got started on a very nice 6-0 run. Al Horford was a big part of that. Back to Al against P.J. Washington. Turns, faces, baseline right. Washington tips it. Al gets it again. Oh, a reverse lamp up and good. That's the Al Horford, the fountain of youth. Nice play, reverse layup. It was terrific. Horford gave the Sixers a 69-64 lead. The Sixers were up 88-81 through three and in the fourth. Josh Richardson, who had a very nice night all around, was a little bit more impactful. Here's Richardson on the drive, left hand layup. Whoa, what a shot! High arcing teardrop, one hand left hand layup by Josh Richardson. That gives him 11. Sixers in front, 90 to 81. It felt more in the fourth quarter than it did by comparison, let's say the second quarter. The 76ers were in control, and ultimately the lead flirted with 20, and they had enough to get past Charlotte tonight. Neto drives at nine to shoot. Into the corner they go, Mike Scott, three ball, it's good. Scott knocks it down, Sixers with nine trays, and a little phrase called, ball game comes to mind. 106-88, Scott dials direct and knocks it out. And even though the Hornets made a late push, the 76ers had enough to withstand it. They win 114-106, 76ers shoot just under 55% from the field for the game. Charlotte just over 45%. 76ers 10 of 28 from outside the arc. The Hornets were 14 of 33. Sixers 12 of 16 from the line. Charlotte 6 of 22. The Sixers in an important stat. They were plus 18 on the glass, plus 4 in terms of offensive rebounding. The Sixers also scored 58 points in the paint. That was plus 16 uh, in terms of differential on the Hornets. Sixers survive 21 turnovers, which led to 26 points for the Hornets. That was one factor that kept Charlotte around. Joel Embiid leading the 76ers in both points and rebounds with 18 and 9. 17 for Furkan Korkmaz off the bench. He had three three-pointers. 12 off the bench for Trey Burke. He was 4 for 8 from the field. 5 rebounds and 4 assists. 15 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, plus 25 for Al Horford. Tobias Harris also plus 25 with 14 points, 7 boards and five assists 18 uh, as i mentioned for joel Embiid and josh richardson with 11 points seven rebounds and six assists 76ers got what they needed that was a win they're now six and three and they snapped that three game losing streak that coincided with the end of their four game western conference road trip up next for the 76ers, the 3-5 and five Cleveland Cavaliers. That game is going to be at 7 o'clock on Tuesday down here at the center. One final time, the final score was the 76ers 114, Charlotte Hornets 106. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes of the day after every 76ers game this season.